Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the ticket. It is wild. Oh, excuse me. Super Wild card weekend. Very we, important. Games on Saturday, Jimmy. Games on Sunday. And now, and I don't like this. I'm old. I'm yelling at the clouds. A Monday night playoff game. What do you have against Monday night? I just, I like all the football on Saturday and Sunday. That's just how I am. But uh, cash the ticket. Jim Costa over there. Mike Valeni here. Great to have you guys. And now we get to the playoffs. So here's how I wanted to set the table today, if it's okay with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this I have a viewpoint of the playoffs many are going to disagree with. This is not where you bet every game. And I know it's exactly what you're going to I'm do. I'm going to bet every game. It's not where you start force betting. It's not where you go nuts. Yeah, if you like a game and you like it more, what am I going to tell you? Go ahead and do your thing. But, like, I am going to be selective. So if people are like, oh, geez, Mike's not giving me 12 bets a week. That is not how this is going to be. So I'll tell you right now, I have three selections. And none of them are the New York football giants. We will get to that momentarily. Anything you want to set the table with? Anything I missed? Anything we need to? No, I mean, the journey to a perfect 13-0 and starts now. Wow. Simply stunning. You can't go 13-0 and if you don't go 6-0 and this weekend. So, all right. Well, we go. I should have been 5-1 and last week. Went 4-2. and Thanks, Jeff. Saturday, 4-20. and Never forget. Uh, you went 3-3. Three and three, Both of us winning records on the year. Um, big game bet maintains undefeated status. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a big game bet, but it won't be this week. Maybe there could be one today. There could be, could be, but it would require conversation. So with that, do you want to just get to the board? Let's do it. Let's get to the board presented by FanDuel America's number one sports book. We're going to start out Saturday afternoon. I see. I love this Saturday afternoon at four 30, get the cold cuts. People Niners laying nine and a half. To the Seahawks, your over-under is 42-and-a-half. We got Joe Davis and Daryl Johnston on the call. Great job by you putting the broadcasters mm-hmm. on here. That's how you know it's playoffs. Jim's got the white tablecloth <laughs> out now. This is the fine we're, china. We're ready. We're getting the broadcaster. This is great. What do you think of Joe Davis? We'll spend um, five on that. Oh, Ortonville's finest. Um, listen, on surface, uh, game opened up seven-and-a-half. Bumped out to about ten, ten-and-a-half. Yeah. Now it's down to nine-and-a-half I think this currently. is where it's going to settle. And I got to be honest with you, I have concerns just not about the Niners winning. I have a concern about Brock Purdy's first playoff game. Cliche, I know. But, Jim, he is the seventh-round draft pick. This is the big show, and this is the third time they're going to play this team. You're taking my bit. I've said every week, I just don't know about Brock Purdy as a favorite. 
And they keep winning. I know. And they're winning these games by double digits. Yeah. I think, what is this run? 10 straight wins, and they've won seven by double digits. Wow. Three of those with Brock Purdy. Wow. I, this is one of those where I think there's a clear edge on the line of scrimmage for the Niners. This might be the biggest line of scrimmage mismatch. Offensive, defensive line, defensive, offensive. Both ways. Well, how the about Niners this? dominate Seattle up front both ways. And it's units, but it's also individuals. Is there a better tackle than Trent Williams? Is there a better no. edge rusher, pure defensive end than Nick Bosa? No. 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 And look, here's my one thing. My concern, and people just work with me on this, and we're going to talk about the same thing with the uh, Bills game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a position where the Niners are up 31 to 14, and I got to fucking sweat. I just, you have to think about it in those terms. Remember, if it's hard to cover this number in the regular season, it's harder in the playoffs. So I, hey, make fun of me. I'm not in the business of laying 10 points. I have no issue here. If you want to go with the Niners, I get it. If you're asking me where I would lean, um, I think the number's perfect, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. I think it's right where it ought to be. And I don't, I want to enjoy my cold cuts because I have a play on the nightcap. I'm sitting this one out. Where are you at? Are you going to lay points here? Well, the lean is the Niners. You're not playing it. But I want to play the under. So let's talk through this. Really? 42 and a half. And it is moving. Opened at 44 and a half. Okay. A couple things. Heavy rain expected. 99% chance of rain. Uh So you bog down the game. Okay. Shanahan is a heavy favorite. That's kind of my fear. It scares me away from playing the Niners, even though they have a massive edge. I found this. Base personnel, first and second down, Seattle, 28th in EPA, 30th run defense. Like, they are not good when you got to put tight ends and fullbacks and, you know, bang on first and second down. But does the game end up getting bogged down? Kyle Shanahan, six playoff games as a head coach, offenses averaging 21 points per game. Maybe maybe this game ends up as an ugly kind of 21 to 20 or 21 to 10, 21 to 13 kind of game. Or I don't have to worry late in the game because I'm hanging 10. So you're near I can go the it. under. I really, that's really good work by you. And I got to be honest, I think I may add that as a play. I really like it. And I think what's interesting, and maybe it's why I'm hesitant to bet the Niners. And I didn't realize why. But what's our rule been all year? If you like the under, you got to like the dog of seven or more. Mm-hmm. You just have to. They go together. Yeah, it's very rare somebody just comes out and skunks an opponent 24-3. Right. So... Yeah, uh, under 42 and a half, and let's just think about this. From a score perspective, um, what's the final? You know, 27-17, nope, that's 44, doesn't get you home. 24-14, 38. That gets you home. 24-17. Yeah, it's, listen, 44 and a half. Boy, I really like that a lot better. I know, but go back to the Shanahan stat. 21 points per game. And he has a seventh-round quarterback. And I do— If they score 21 or 24, this under feels yeah. really good. If they score 31, we're, we're oh, probably you're not prob- hitting You're probably kaputs. Right, but that's not what they do. I think they've only Here's gone the over 27 thing. twice in those six games. Here's the other thing. You know, we focus on Purdy. Why do we act like Geno Smith is somehow an elite quarterback? Right, and this is an elite defense he's going no, against. And, and right, and think about it. What did they do against the Rams last week? What did they do against the Jets a couple weeks prior? Not inspiring. Gino, the second half of the year, has kind of regressed back to 
kind of being a pumpkin. And their saving grace is Kenneth Walker and running the ball, but they bottled him up in both meetings this year, yeah. especially the second one. You know what? I, I may add that as a play. I really like your cap on that, and I think your cap was maybe what was missing from why I was hesitant about the Niners. But you have two quarterbacks we don't trust. Mm-hmm. We have weather. weather. Um, and you have one team that is completely dominated at the line of scrimmage. How does Seattle hold up against the O-line of the Niners? How do they hold up blocking that front mm-hmm. four? A couple rookie tackles. And we know, D'Amico Ryans, they're going to rush four, drop seven, and they're going to get home 41% of the time mm-hmm. with pressure. So that's a great cap by you. I may add that as a play. Let's go to the nightcap because I do have a play on this This game. is the game of the weekend, right? Um, from a From a podcast pet perspective, Yes. No, I think for the casual football viewer, two quarterbacks on the ascent Saturday night. You got Al Michaels and Tony Dungy as his color commentator. You got a combined age in the booth of 163. <laughs> what about the combined age of the starting quarterbacks? Could you have a bigger juxtaposition? 49. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Al Michaels doesn't want to be here. Tony Dungy may not know he's here. I, I Talk about no personality in the booth. Uh, Chargers laying two and a half on the road against the Jags. And you and I talked about this on the preview episode. We both really like the Jags in this matchup. And I, I, there's nothing that's happened that would shake me loose from that selection. Um, I think the matchup really resides with the Jags were not able to run the ball against the Titans last week. The Titans took it away. Simmons was huge. That D line was huge. The Chargers don't stop the run. If the Jags, as a home team, are able to run the ball, it unlocks the rest of that offense. And I know what people say, but Justin Herbert. Guys, here's where I'm at. I may be, I may look like a fool. It's Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game, too. But I don't think there's any difference between Herbert and Lawrence. I think if you believe Herbert's a top-five quarterback, you believe Lawrence is, too. Trevor Lawrence has been simply incredible the second half of the season. Um, 15 touchdowns, one pick the last nine games. And again, I'll absolutely take points. Staley is analytics heavy going for two hashtag kickers, Doug Peterson, analytics heavy, you know, one, two point conversion, one missed extra point. No, don't futz around with money line, but I do like the Jags here. And I look, you have the note on here and, and so do I. My, why Staley played his starters last week with the chargers, Nick Bosa, excuse me, Joey Bosa got hurt. Mike Williams got hurt. Eckler looked like he got his ribs shoved out of his back. Uh, Mike Williams still has not practiced this week, time of taping. I know it's reported as back spasms. I know they're likely doing maintenance. He had to be carted off, people. And and look, if Williams plays, is he 100%? Right. Those back spasms are a bitch. I just feel like the Jags are up to this. The crowd will be wild and... I am. I'm taking the two and a half. I don't think the Chargers have a right to be favored in a playoff game. I just don't. I'm taking the Jaguars. Home dog, live offense. We're getting points. I think we've got the coaching edge. Staley's going to, you know, he's been a little more conservative this season, but he may take a chance or two that comes back to bite him. Yep. Mike Williams. It's a big deal. All the man coverage that Jacksonville plays, not having him as your ex receiver on the outside or him even being limited on the outside it takes the top off the defense or you know, puts the top back on if he doesn't play. Chargers are two and three in the five games without Mike Evans. The two wins, they beat the Falcons by three and the Cardinals by one. Listen, I 
Right now, it looks like he's not playing. Even if he does, I cast some doubt as to how effective he's going to be. Ask anybody listening to this over 40 what it's like when their back starts to hurt. Hi. Hi. Mobility's probably not doing so hot. So, yeah, I want to play the Jags. This is one of those things we talked about it in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. And I've just gotten more confident in it. So Here's one note, too. Um, being that it is the playoffs and maybe you're like, hey, look, guys, I don't want to take two and a half. I'd like three. Um, FanDuel does not offer it. You can get two and a half for minus 105. You can get three and a half for minus 158. I can't recommend it to you. You know my rule on buying points. Of course, I'd love to see three. Here's what I'm pretty confident in telling you. It will take an act of God for this line to move to three. Correct. Uh, The public is all over the Chargers. They are the favorite for a reason. They're getting that support. They're not going to move this number to three because I think you'd see a buyback from big bettors Mm -hmm. uh, in the book. That's not what the book's going to allow. They yeah. want balanced money. So, And it's nearly there right now. The Chargers are the betting favorite, 58% of the public, 54% of the money. Yeah. You're not going to get this line to move much more than no. that. So you got to take the two and a half, or if you are if you want to go crazy and buy that point to get the three and a half, you're just doing don't like minus 150. No, no, like no. If it was minus 120, maybe. Buddy, that's where I let the people do what they it's want. It's their money. Some people will tell you it's dumb to take two and a half. Could you live bet this game? Could you Absolutely. wait? Absolutely. You could. Anything I, with the total. I know it's it's one of those we mentioned maybe going under on. I'm not going to play the total. No, because no, I, either. part of me wants to watch this game and root for both these quarterbacks. This could just go be, back and forth. Oh, it could be a shootout. Yeah. But in that case, I like the home team on it. Um, and I, you know what else I love? The Chargers struggle to protect the quarterback. Jags pass rush is coming on a little bit. Trayvon Walker started to play better football. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's a superstar as is. Just feel like they'll come up with a play. Herbert gets hit a ton. I'm going to take the Jags. I will take the two and a half, though. Great. We're both on the Jags. We flipped to Sunday. One o'clock, CBS, Jim yeah. Nance, Tony Romo. Ugh. Bills minus Quick <laughs> aside, do you have thoughts on Nance and Romo? I think Tony Romo's a complete fraud. I think he sucks. I think he's a Tony Romo. Do any of you in listener land like Tony Romo? I think there was a moment where people really I don't know liked anybody him. who likes Tony or, Romo. Early Tony Romo, when he's like, with the first year, when he's calling the plays right. ahead of time, and he's a savant and a wizard. And I think he was trying too hard to be funny this last week. I ended up watching a lot of that Bills Patriots Yeah, now, now you know what he reminds me of every time he, talk, he talks? Jason Biggs in American Pie when he loses his load. Ooh, Jim, ooh. Honest to God. The guy sounds like he's about to, you know what, in his pants. I can't take it. Let's get a composed Tony Romo for this playoff game. Oh, Jim, I don't know. Ooh, Here's ah, the problem. They're going to break, and this guy's mid-moan. <laughs> and then they're hitting you with the whopper, whopper, junior whopper. <laughs> You're like, Why is it that that commercial always hits, like, at the at the most jarring time? Right, dude. <laughs> Tamar Hamlin's Jim. being helped off the field. The, whopper, right, whopper. Right. <laughs> what are we doing? Bacon Whopper. You're like, wait, guy may have just passed away on the field. Hey, there's a tomato. Like, <sighs> dude, I'm telling you, Romo's the worst. This is a game I don't really even want to watch it. Well, because here's the thing. He might have to get creative in a yeah. blowout. God here's the spread. Us. Bills minus 13 and a half against the Dolphins. Totals 43 and a half. There is no Tua. Yeah, it's the largest spread in wildcard round history, by the wow. way. Um, and Tua ruled out. We don't know about Bridgewater yet. Teddy Covers had a pinky injury. You're looking at Skylar Thompson. Now, look, here's my problem. Again, do I want to be sitting back on a relaxing afternoon? This is the start of your Sunday. Right. It's 31-13. You're on cruise control, and you got to sweat. 
It's 31-10, and you got to sweat. I, I, I cannot ever advise laying 13 and a half points. I can't. Here's the other problem. The Dolphins went up to Buffalo in the cold, lost what, 29-27? Ran the hell out of the football. And Josh Allen, by the way, is still making these red zone turnovers. Mm-hmm. I will not lay the 13 and a half, and I will not take the 13 and a half. This game is a total pass for me. Break out the rash cream, Mike. That a baby. I know you get your hives and your anything with laying points, especially double digits. We're not doing it on the road. We're doing it in Buffalo. You remember last year? Buffalo opened with the Patriots, and I remember thinking, oh, they'll keep it close, mm. and, you know, the elements, and he was a blowout, and that was against a starting quarterback, not a third-string quarterback. If there's a team that can blow somebody out in the postseason, it's Buffalo. You were big on them earlier in the season. Oh, yeah. Since 2000, there have been eight wild-card games with a double-digit spread. The favorite goes 8-0 and 7-1 and against the spread. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to go okay. with Buffalo, Bills Mafia, and say, because you can't bet Skylar Thompson. There's only one side to play. It's just a matter of if you want to put money on a side. I think you got to be mighty brave to take Skylar Thompson in a playoff game. Right, so you take Josh Allen. Mm. Where's the public at on this? Here's my, my only issue with are the, the Bills. Bills. The Bills are heavy pu- public teams, yeah, and 74% Bills, and 87 of the money. The Bills, as a big favorite, have been horrific this year covering numbers. And I have PTSD. Yeah. I laid the nine and a half against the Jets. You know, I laid the points. Um, God, I think I laid them against the Dolphins, laying the eight and a half. I, I probably have some inherent bias here. You know what the frustration is? Is we should have locked this in earlier in the week at ten and a half. Perhaps. We were getting the worst of the number. Yeah, and, and I So this would be the first one I would take I off you. my board if I, if we get to that. I point. had three plays coming in. I now have four. Four plays on wildcard weekend is healthy. That's plenty. So I'm not going to force it. I don't want to. Um, How about this? Since Halloween, Bills have been double-digit favorites five four, times. Four times. They've probably covered once. Oh, and four. Uh, there you go. So I, you know, you know what I'm going to do? It. I'm going to take it off. I'm going to play. bet it. Yeah. What if What if somehow Skylar Thompson grabs a little 3 nothing leader? Just live bet it. Okay. I'm going to take it off the card. You sure? With the chance to live bet it. You sure? If you seem pretty confident there, buckaroo. <laughs> Come on. Uh, a little extra digging. We'll be uh, a little judicious. The next matchup is one that I can't stay away from. Can't do it, won't do it, have to do it. Who's there? Hello? Mm-hmm. I know. All right. That was uh, self-control calling. By the way, for people who won't see a clip of this, Mike has... What would you call this? It's a Giants helmet phone. This is a 1985 NFL draft Giants helmet phone. So back in the day when the draft wasn't this big thing, every team had their helmet on their draft. And as you can see, numbers on the phone. This is back when you had to actually dial. Does this phone work? If you hooked it up to a landline, yeah. Okay, who has a landline anymore? Well, that was my point. Right. And that's like finding a unicorn. <laughs> uh, but yes, so my dad got this probably 15 years ago. He was helping a friend with a uh, home renovation project. And they found this. And he's like, "Do you? what do you want to do with that? I think he bought it for like 30 bucks. Hell yeah. So he gave it to me. And I have always kept it around. I haven't always had this on display. This was actually in storage <laughs> at my house in its box. And when we started doing the podcast, I go, well, 
think I may have found a fucking home for that thing. Did, did anybody ever actually use one of these? I'm sure. You think like think about like, people, like in a man cave or something? Well, what year was your dad born? My dad would have been born 61. Okay, so your dad at age 24, 1985, yeah. in his man cave, sure. maybe smoking a doobie, <laughs> and he's got his little lion's helmet phone. Hi, honey. So people, <laughs> I just can't picture like a serious person. Getting no. a fo- like an important phone call okay. from like the bank or something, which, and you pick it up on your giant. Which phone. phones got less usage? <laughs> the 1985 helmet phones or the phones they put next to the fucking toilet in a hotel? Oh god, <laughs> which phone gets less use? Yeah, I mean that is. These are both. Those are both quintessential 1980s things. I'm expecting an important phone call. Stares at giant right. phone. Honey, the Thai food is calling. I'll take the call in, in the my commode. office. Right. <laughs> so anyway, you said what? what Bob, <laughs> stop. You got stop order on Apple. <laughs> 84. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? So yes, the, the giant telephone has been here all year, but it deserves a little spot today. Because you need to stay away from this. This is Vikings minus three. Here's all I'll tell you. Against the Giants, Sunday, 430, totals 48 and a half. Fox, Kevin Burkhart, Greggles. Here's all I will tell you. The number opened at Vikings minus three. And despite 92% of the money being on the New York football Giants, that number is sitting at three. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That is red flags everywhere for me. Now, I understand as a Giant. Now, guys, I am a Giants fan if you're new to this pod. Um, I am going to enjoy this game, and what I don't need is money involved. I don't. I'm going to watch this game with my dad. We're going to make a great menu of food. And I'm just going to get to be a fan. I don't get to be a fan very often. The Giants aren't on a lot. Uh, going back and watching the games is not fun. It's kind of sterile. My job is to follow the Lions and the league, and I do that. This is an opportunity to just be a fan and enjoy a game with my dad. We have made the playoffs in six, seven years. So I am not going to bet this. And part of it is, why is that number not moved? How could you possibly take 92% of the action on the Giants and not move that number down to balance it out? How? I, I, Jim, can the Giants beat the Vikings? Yes. yes. But I think we've all gotten pretty comfortable. And when I see a home favorite getting essentially no action and Vegas is going to need that team, that's a great home field advantage. And by the way, you know what else scared me? This what? is where, and you're in the power flannel today. You can talk me out of this. Did you see Giants safety Xavier McKinney open his fucking mouth? Talking about shutting down Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'll bite you in the ass. I, I can't bet it. I think if you actually bet this thing, I think the Vikings would be the side. But if I did this, my father wouldn't speak to me. So I'm not doing it. I can't live with myself if I don't bet against the Vikings. This is going to be the only chance to bet against them as a favorite in the playoffs. True. Okay. If they win this game, they will be underdogs the rest of the way. Yeah, probably. This is the only chance we have to bet against the Vikings as a favorite. And yeah. I know you have emotions riding on this. I do. I don't. This is an awful defense. The worst defense in the playoffs in terms of points and yards by a healthy margin. Yeah. 31st in total defense, 500 yards more than Seattle gave up this season. This is a truly wretched defense. Their O-line sucks. They have found a way to win close games. 11-0 in games decided by eight points or less. But they don't blow people out. No. Only two blowout wins this season. So if it's going to be close, and I think their defense sucks, I'm willing to take a spin on the Giants, who are a playoff team, can put up some points, gotten... and if they get anything out of their defense, Mike, I don't know how many weeks I've had to hear Adoree Jackson's going to be back, and back. Leonard Williams is going to be back, and Aziz Ojolari's right. going to be back. 
I think this is the week after they rested last week. Well, yeah, week. Leonard Williams had a stinger, got the week off, so he's back. Yeah. Um, Adora, you're right. It's become the new Chase Young. The last but, game he played was the Lions game yeah. in mid-November. And he got hurt returning a punt. Um, he, my expectation is he's back. Great. So if I'm getting the compliment of Giants defenders in yeah. a close game against a bad defense and you're flipping me three, okay. I know it's public. Doesn't it seem too easy? Though? It seems too easy, but I can't live with myself. If the Giants win this game outright, or cover the spread, and I didn't bet it after saying everything I've said about the Vikings all year. Okay. I can't live with it. Like, this game would kill me. All right. You got to do what you got to do. You do understand, though, why I'm hesitant. Away from the fan stuff. Yeah, I do. No I, one betting on Minnesota. The line should be two and a half based on the sheer volume of action. It, it should be. I'm not going to let the half point stop right. me from my conviction. Before we move on, I have a prop that I want to throw out Please, for people. A little prop alert. Yeah. Now, I don't have receiving yards and passing yards and rushing yards. But I have any time touchdowns. You can take a peek at that time of taping. Okay. Giants have been one of the worst teams at defending tight ends in football. Because our linebacker unit is horrible. Jalen Smith is a construction barrel. It's generous to construction yeah, barrels. It is, isn't it? <laughs> 31st at guarding tight ends. That's according to football outsiders. Going Hawkinson? Hawkinson, plus 210 to score a touchdown. He's top 15 in red zone targets in football. Those targets have doubled since he got to Minnesota. In the 10 games, he's been a Viking. 86 targets, nearly nine a game. You tell me opportunity against a bad defense. He had two touchdowns in the first meeting. And you're getting two to one. Two to one only has to score one in this game. I like that. No, Jim, I like that. That's sharp. And you're right. We can't give you a lot of the props because for whatever reason, they refuse to come up with these and give it to you 72 hours out. Um, But that is, I actually don't mind that. You're right. Opportunity. You would imagine the Vikings will score. You would imagine they will get at least three to four trips to the red zone. You'd like to think they'd cash in one. And look, the Giants can't cover the tight end. Jim is right. So, yeah, I, lo- I actually like the prop way more than your side. Perfect. No disrespect. That's fine. Sunday night. Now, I do have a play on this game. NBC, this is the premium. This is the USDA prime game. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth sliding into your frame. Bengals laying eight and a half as they host the Ravens. Time of taping here is Thursday. Uh, Lamar's not playing. And Tyler Huntley is yet to throw this week, not practicing. That means you're looking at Anthony Brown. These two teams just played. Um, Look, I know it's a divisional game. I understand it's the third time they're going to play. I actually didn't think the Bengals played very well last week against the Ravens. Um, Red zone was a little skittish. I just feel like you got to line up. You got to go back to Cincy. You got your third string QB. And look, the Bengals O-line scares me a little bit with Alex Kappa banged up with Lyle Collins out. But overall, if the Ravens are showing up with Anthony Brown and the Bengals play a B-plus game in the red zone versus the C-plus game they played last week, I'm not overthinking it. I'm just going to lay the eight and a half. And the Bengals, to me, we talked about on the preview that's a Super Bowl caliber team against somebody else's third stringer, and they're at home, and I can trust Joe Burrow. I can trust Luetta Romo. I, I like the Bengals here. Now, is that just square? It Am is I, square. It yeah, is square. Right. I mean, well, but that doesn't mean it's not going to hit. What's the action? 74% of the bets are on the Bengals, but the majority of the money is on the Ravens, 54%. Yeah, scares me. But, uh-huh. but, but what I want to caution people, we use this, it's a tool but in a week like this yeah. where things are changing, I don't know when the money came in, right? Yeah. We just know as of today yeah. where the, did people bet it early when they thought they were getting Lamar? Yeah. Did people bet it today when they felt like it was going to be Brown? I don't know. 
So maybe you want to monitor if you're on the fence, but you're confident the Bengals should win this game. In fact, I think they might break one of our teaser rules because we're so confident. You can tease them down. Yeah, maybe. I want to play the under in this game. Here's my thought. Luetta Romo, you love him. Ravens can't score any points. If it's a third-string quarterback, we're talking a deflated total. It's already low at 40 and a half, but the Ravens have gone under in five of their last six games, seven of the last nine, yeah. and all the times it hit, it was sub 40. So part of me thinks, hey, I think the Bengals will win. Maybe it's a little tighter. I don't have to fuck around with eight and a half, sure. and I feel like I'm going to hit this more confidently. Well, here's the other thing, too, and let me support you on this. Um, last five weeks, Ravens, no Lamar. Here are the, here's the points they've scored. 16, 3, 17, 13, 16. Yeah. Okay? Here's the totals in those games. 39 and a half, 35 and a half, 35 and a half, 39 and a half, 36 and a half. When you look at the games, 36 and a half comes out 30. 39 and a half, 16. Mm -hmm. 35 and a half, 26. 35 and a half, 29. 39 and a half goes over last week against the Bengals, but... What we're speaking of is Bengals covering eight and a half. They win by 11. Last week feels like a weird game because of, you know, what was at stake and what wasn't at stake. Yeah. They didn't play Mark Andrews or J.K. Yeah. Dobbins. The, the Ravens didn't. Here's the other note. If you're going to cover an under, your offense has to suck, but your defense also has to be pretty good. Roquan Smith, since they added him, second to only the Niners in points per game allowed. So I know Burrow is going to get his, but yeah. can you keep him under 30? Can you keep Burrow Absolutely. in the 20s and then you score 10? Yeah, this is about can you get to 27 and can you keep them scoring 16 a game, right. essentially. Yeah, so. and I think that's in play, so okay. I go under. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go. You're going Bengals. I am. I feel very square, but I, there's a conviction there because the Bengals, to me, are, are a – that's my Super Bowl if team. If this is AFC. Brown, which hasn't been confirmed, you might be smart getting it today because it might end up like that Bills-Dolphins game. 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I am going to go Bengals. That's not the sharpest thing you've ever heard, but I just – I don't feel like the Ravens have what it takes, and they got to go right back and do this again. No. Uh, and you're under? Who could argue? I mean, last five weeks, the under's 4-1 and one in Ravens games. Uh, let's go Monday night. ESPN, this is a real personality bowl here. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Not good, Joe. It's not good. Cowboys laying two and a half at the Bucks. I'm going to lean right into the ugliness, people. I'm taking the Cowboys. Planet Earth, as Jim will tell you, is on Tampa Bay. Um, I And the line has moved, which I like. Uh, I only have to lay two and a half. I understand Dak and the turnovers. I understand the Cowboys being a little Jekyll and Hyde. But here's the one thing. We've already seen this play out. The Bucks cannot protect Tom Brady facing the Cowboy defense. They can't do it. They just can't do well, it. They did win without protecting him I in know, week one. But that was Cooper Rush. Well, it was Dak and then, yes. Then Cooper. Yeah. The point is, now, here, I also believe, frankly, Mike McCarthy's coaching for his job. I think if they yep. lose this game, he's gone. I I actually like the Cowboys here because I really thought the Bucs were going to open up as a favorite. And when they didn't, that told me a lot. Well, here's a lesson. This is what the line did here is what you thought it should have done in, in the, the Giants-Vikings yeah. game where – 59% of the money is on Tampa. Yep. Or sorry, 59% of the bets. 71% of the right. money 
is on Tampa. Everybody's betting Brady, and everybody has seen the stat right now. Brady is 7-0 in his career against the Cowboys, 7-3 as a playoff underdog, and I believe 4-0 in the last four since 2019. The key, though, in those wins against Dallas, his defense typically plays very well. Mm-hmm. And that that's what this game comes down to for me. Is Dak going to play better than we've seen him play for the regular season? Can't be worse, can it? I mean, he's been a disaster. The turnovers. 15 picks in 12 games, at least one in seven straight games. That's a thing. In a game that's supposed to be close on the road, you're going to spot Brady but can I extra offer you, possessions and points? But can I offer one thing? We talk about the Cowboys not having played well. Let's look at let's look at the Buccaneers basically since December. They went to San Francisco and got murdered mm-hmm. 35-7. They hosted Cincinnati and blew a 17-0 lead early to get outscored 34-6 the rest of the way, lose by 11. Mm-hmm. So here's how they got into the playoffs. Ready? Mm-hmm. At a dead Arizona team, 19-16 against Trace McSorley. 30-24 with a comeback against the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold. Big fourth quarter comeback. And then they go out and lose in a game they didn't need, admittedly. But they lost to Atlanta. So I, I just feel like, look, the Cowboys, it is a bigger story. They have not played well. We've all seen it. The, the survival against Houston. Blowing the game in OT and giving up 40 against Jacksonville. Now, beat Philadelphia, but it's Minshew. Yep, and Minshew, shootout. by the way, had success throwing on this Cowboys secondary. Yep. Which is another concern I have in this game. But yep. Go ahead, finish the— No, but that, that, that's okay. No, I mean, the, the, the win against Tennessee— uh, 27-13 was businesslike, but let's face it, Tennessee didn't have anybody, sat Derrick Henry. You really are looking at two teams, I'd argue, neither are playing very well. Neither. Both both are limping into the postseason. Yeah. Tampa has a losing record. I mean, let's call it what it is. Uh, I don't right. feel great telling you and that that's And the Cowboys are, despite all things we just said, 12-5. and five. They're 12-5. and five. There's a real front that is a real concern but Brady hasn't been sacked a ton. He gets the ball out quick, yep. and he's got his full complement of weapons. Godwin's not coming off the ACL like it's week one. Yeah. They've got Evans, who's rolling, who's been hot lately. Yeah. Godwin. Tell you one thing, Godwin's got to hold on to the ball. I know. The fumbles are a problem. I like the Bucks in this, and okay. I, I, I worry about Dallas's back end of their defense. Trevor Lawrence carved him up. Uh, Gardner Minshew carved him up. They've been limping down the stretch. And Mike, you part, have a great note here. Yeah, I, was I say, want you to share. Part of having an entire week to, to get ready for a handful of games, you find some things. I want to take you inside the turf, the grass. I want to be a groundskeeper for a second. This is from Jason Garrett. He said on NBC's Football Night in America, he doesn't think Dallas's defense is as good on the road on grass. He said, I feel like their defense is dominant at home on the turf, the fast surface, but they slow down away from home. Then you look into it. Cowboys on grass this season. Lost to Philly, lost to Green Bay, lost to Jacksonville. They beat Tennessee, but nothing to play for. And they lost last week to Washington. They're bad on grass. Is there any note that four of those five teams are playoff caliber? Yeah, it's a good point. I'm just asking. Green Bay was in a play in your end game. Eagles are in, the Jags are in, and And, Washington was on the bubble. and, And again, you know what? They are built for the fast track. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure Tampa will be like what we used to say about Notre Dame back in the day. They didn't mow the lawn this week. Mm-hmm. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I, I just I think I've got the angle on it, and I, I hate that I'm going against you on it because I'd rather just be on the same side yeah. of things for fun. It's but, our only one that we're on Yeah, and that's okay. Sides. And, guys, listen, I don't have these overwhelming huge opinions on this weekend's games. I think the numbers are very tight. I think the matchups are what they are. I do think in two of them having potential third-string quarterbacks playing really makes it difficult. So, look, 
If you were expecting to come in here and watching Brinks trucks back up and dropping bombs, I don't think this is the week. Believe me, we have plenty of time. So, all right. Teaser. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, so we both like Jags the Jags. We, yes. we got to play the Jags. It's eight and a half. The Bengals will break a rule, tease them down two and a half points. I like that. They're going to win the game. They'll win by a field goal. Those are two. We need two more. Why don't we more. tease the under in the Frisco-Seattle game to 48 and a half? Okay, I was thinking Bucks plus eight and a half, but we're on opposite sides there. So I'll take that out. We, I, I like your under. I like the cap on it. Um, I just think it's proper. I really do. I, I, I really, I, you talked me into that. Not, not, not forcibly, but you, your, your cap really convinced me. So we'll go under, what is that? 48 and a half. 48 and a half. And then we need one more. And I put the Giants plus nine. What if because I offered, the Vikings don't blow people out. So Can what if I offered this? Nine? Hold on, hold on. What about over 42 in the Giants-Vikings game? It's sitting at a flat 48. I do think over would be the play there if you did it over 42. Do you think it's a 24-21 final since you're taking the Giants? What was the first meeting? Because it's lower scoring than, uh, than you might all right, think. All right, hold on, hold on. I got it right here, buddy. Giants, 27-24 loss at the Vikings. That's 51 total. Okay. So even if, hey, you could take a full touchdown off the boards, 24-20. That's 44. That's a win. We got to get to 42 if we tease it. <sighs> We've done this before. Maybe we need two separate teasers because I like the Giants plus nine more than I like fuddling with the total. Listen, here's what I can do. I step away. You've earned the trust. I'm not not married to this. If you feel that strongly about the Giants getting the nine, put it in the teaser. That's what you're going to offer to people at plus 240. And I I defer to you on it. So it's three things that we're already playing that we're going to tease. And then the fourth thing is the Giants plus the nine. Okay, so it's Jags plus eight and a half. Under 48 and a half in the Seattle Frisco game. Giants getting nine. Bengals laying two and a half. Plus 240. Super wild card teaser. My board, it's four plays. Jags plus two and a half. Bengals laying the eight and a half. Cowboys laying two and a half. And I'm going to, Jim got me into this. I'm going under 42 and a half in the rain in Frisco, Seattle. I really like the cap there. I can't wait for the sun to come out and it to be attractive. 38 31. <laughs> touchdown. Here's my board. I got that under 42 and a half. Niners, Seattle. Jags plus two and a half. Giants plus the flat three. Ravens Bengals under 40 and a half on Sunday night. Bucks plus the two and a half on Monday night. And then the prop, separate, do with it what you will. Hawkinson anytime touchdown plus 240. Would you consider Zeke Elliott anytime touchdown score plus 110? If he they get, goal line if, guy. He, if they get near the goal line, he's getting the football. Plus odds. Yeah, you're not paying any juice. Or do you just go, you know what? Tampa stacks it. Vita Vea yeah, in the middle. He'll, 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 he'll break him in half. I don't, I don't hate the, the bet. It's like a decent value. I, I'm not going to do it. Okay. That's it. One to offer one prop because that's not really my, my, my lane. And I like learning from you because I just don't, I don't fuck with him. All right. That is Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll be back on Monday. We'll have the recap. We'll have it all uh, as we begin the real. This is the real deal stuff now. Mm-hmm. Just be careful. Don't be a moron. Enjoy yourself. Don't go crazy. That is Cash the Ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 